Welcome to Spirit School. I'm your mentor, Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. In this podcast, I share honestly all I have learned about the mediumship and spiritual development journey. My intention is to normalize these conversations, to make way for a more confident, clear, and connected wave of lightworkers, serving the world of spirit with an open and joyful soul. Welcome again to Spirit School. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Spirit School. I am all smiles today as I welcome back my dear friend and my mentor, Dominic Bogue. How are you, Dominic? Danielle, I'm super excited to be back with you. It feels like it's been a moment. It has been a moment. You were just here in Canada this summer. Tell us about that. (laughs) Wow, where do we start? It was absolutely amazing. That was uh, the first time being uh, in Canada, in your your neck of the woods, we would say. Um, so I, I came over to Spirit School, which was absolutely fabulous. It was great to see all your hard work that you've put into uh, obviously creating such a beautiful space. And, you know, just before we connected, actually, I was just thinking, like, I don't know many people who would have the nerve and the guts to actually sacrifice so much and create a space for others and uh you know, you've pulled it off, girl. So, you know, I admire that about you. Um, but it was absolutely wonderful. We had a, a great um, few days right by the water because that's where obviously Spirit School is. It's right by the river, isn't it? It's beautiful. And uh, the students came from everywhere, really, didn't they? They came from all over. And uh, we'd done some teaching. You and I demmed as well together, which was fabulous. I don't know what else to say. It was just absolutely incredible. And it's I think personally it's just going to go from strength to strength so Mm. well done and an applause to you thank you Dominic it was so good to have you here and um you know we haven't really connected all that much since you left and like kind of like decompressed you went right off to back to Boston and back touring the states and doing your amazing work um it was such an honor to have you here at Spirit School. And yeah, a lot of my students came up from like California and like all through the States, all through Canada to come learn advancing mediumship from you. And we had one student, it was her first ever class. She was like, where am I? She's like, why am I here? (laughs) She's like, I think I signed up for the wrong thing. And she's joined the membership now. She's doing a beginner mediumship and, you know, everyone just loved it and had such a great time. And um, people may not know, but um, I don't even know if I told Dominic too much before the demonstration that we had the TV network here and the producers here talking about the Spirit School um, TV show that's upcoming. And um, Dominic just blew their minds. And I didn't tell them who was who. And he ended up reading for about three of the TV people and their minds were absolutely blown. And I knew that they would be. It was such a magical night. And, you know, I've, I'm familiar with your work. I've been watching your work for quite a few years. I've been working yeah. with you for quite a few years. But I have to say... I'd never seen mediumship like that before. It was so impressive and it was so clear. Like your clear audience is next freaking level, like street names, names. Like it was just like, and then I have to stand up. I mean, I did okay, right? I did okay, but it was absolute magic that night. And I had um, my emails, my DMs blow up for a whole week after that. So thank you for bringing such high quality mediumship to spirit school. It was just such an inspiration to watch. Well, you know, start as you mean to go on. You know, I I spent, you know, a a long time 
you know, with you mentoring and, you know, preaching this to you, talking about this to you, structuring, you know, all my ideas. And, you know, that was actually the first time you and I were actually in person where we could actually hug and touch each other and be like, oh, my God, you really are real. Um, But, you know, that that for me, that's that's how special spirit can be. And if you think about you created a beautiful space for souls to come, maybe with the knowledge of life after death, maybe with no knowledge, with grief, with pain. And you and I showed up. You and I showed up and Spirit took me by the hand, they took you by the hand, and you and I done the best that we could to touch those people's life. So start as you mean to go on is certainly what I would say to you with with that level of connection with Spirit in that space for such a unique experience. I think it was mind-blowing. So, yeah. yeah. It was. It, it was a night I'll never forget. And I was riding high for, for days after that. So thank you. Such an honor. And, um, you know, we're going to talk about your book, The Voice of Spirit, for sure, because I have it up here. Oh. If you're watching the YouTube interview, I have it showing. And it's such, um, you know, and there's just so many things I want to say. So first and foremost, you also used to have a spiritual center. I um, did. Before you were 21 years old. Like, tell us about that. That's wild and such an accomplishment. Yeah, so um, where where I live here uh, on the west coast of Scotland, uh, there's different towns all all laid out, or maybe in America you could call it hamlets or whatever. Um, so in my region, there wasn't actually a, a spiritual centre where people could come to develop, do meditation or yoga or therapies. You know, there was therapies and things, but just not in the one capacity. And I actually opened uh, the Voice of Spirit when I was 18. And um, it just wasn't the right place, the right venue. Like yourself, it has to be the right place, doesn't it? So we changed from one location to the other. And eventually, eventually, believe it or not, we came across an old pet store. And myself and Mark and a few volunteers of the centre, we ripped it apart i'm talking like we renovated it like you've done with yourself and we turned it into the voice of spirit holistic center and it was just a place where like-minded people could come to learn tarot cards to come and learn mediumship Uh, i had a gentleman that came in and done meditation groups we done services all the time like a a spiritual church but not in your face religious type Mm. and it was you know it was just it was just beautiful you know and I, I actually ran um the center for for coming up seven years um so it was it was tough going let me tell you and trying to travel all over the UK and America at the same time yeah I mean what an accomplishment and you know I wouldn't be surprised if another center comes for you eventually anyways as you like build out roots and stuff like that and yeah. you know babies coming and all that fun stuff who knows what will Absolutely. happen Absolutely, yeah. I can definitely see you having like another center at some point I mean you're so young still and um, so accomplished and so you know you gave me some really great advice while you were here on running my own center you gave such an impassioned speech to the local audience about supporting this center. So I just want to say thank you for that. And you called it the voice of spirit as well. So when I hear the voice of spirit, your clear audience is like none I've ever seen before, to be honest with you. 
Tell me more about the Claire audience. Is this something that you think everyone can get strong at? Or is it just like, you know what? Some people just are so gifted in Claire audience. Some people are just so gifted in sentience. Some people are so gifted in that knowing that Claire cognizance, or is it something like that? Just, I don't know. Tell me about it. Like, For, how did you get so good? <laughs> to, to be fair, you know, and I, I was just teaching this a few weeks ago um, when I was in Hall and teaching we we as mediums we we actually are not truly in control of what capacity the spirit world can work with us um i always say to to people especially in developing mediumship do not come into my class and tell me you're just clairaudient or tell me you're just claircognizance or clairvoyance come into my class and show me that you are an open medium willing to allow the spirit to develop any faculty that they have that they can communicate with you. But again, you know, we have to remember the faculty of any clairs is something that needs to be exercised and it's something that needs to be strengthened. And I can assure you, when I first started developing uh, my mediumship when I was 14, I heard the voice of my father's spirit. Mm-hmm. And then after that, a lot of my information, Danielle, was more clairvoyant and just clairsentient. So I was just riding the wave, navigating and learning this new way of life, what it really was, what these images are, what these people are. And then eventually, eventually the spirit came closer again and started to use their voice and the clairaudience. So for me personally, do I want to say that clairaudience is, you know, my my thing and, and my strongest ability yes it probably is but does that mean that every spirit will communicate with me in that capacity Mm -hmm. no just whatever they can do so I guess I would say I'm an open channel but again in development you know this yourself you've went through the good the bad the ugly the hard the the great highs we just have to accept we are on a journey and as long as we are working from the heart and saying to the spirit world I am here for you I sit for you I welcome you, then let them do the best. Let them do the hard work. And just all you have to do as a medium is give them a voice. And that's all you have to do. So who knows what 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 way that we as mediums are going to set out to work. You know, some days it could be all clairaudience. The next day it could be clairvoyance. Sometimes there's a beautiful mixture going mm. on there. We just have to go with it. And we just have to trust the spirit will be taking us by the hand on that journey. Who knows? Maybe next year, my clairaudience may be more claircognizance or, you know, clairolifactus. Who knows? But I'm willing to enjoy the journey. I love that. I absolutely love that. And, you know, in, early on in my development, I studied under someone who strongly identified as a clairvoyant. So a lot of my early days were kept trying to see. I'm like, I don't see anything because <laughs> yeah. my mind was very much in that sensing and knowing, I think, like off the bat. Yep. Um, so that's a beautiful philosophy around that. And one thing I wanted to talk to you about um, before we move on to the book, because I want to know about the process of writing the book and how this yeah. all kind of came about. But one thing I notice about like how you have created your lifestyle around mediumship, because you're like one of the busiest, hardest working mediums I know, like you're in demand. Every time I'm on your Facebook, you're like, I'm in a new town tonight. I'm doing a demonstration yeah. tonight. Like, I think you probably do two or three a week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, like yeah. two or three yep. dems a week. You're like, okay, I'm doing readings tonight. Like, you know, is you put in the work, you know what I mean? Like you put in the work, you you're in that channel a lot. 
And what I notice is you have created like a lifestyle that really mm. supports your mediumship. Can you talk a bit about that? Like you have Mark helping out and you yeah. just, you've created such a beautiful lifestyle for yourself. It's, it's goals for me. Well, it's very, it's very important, you know, for the medium to remember before you were a medium, you had a human life. You are a human. So for me, I had to find a balance. And let me tell you, it was not easy because, you know, I went from traveling all over the UK, traveling all over the States, then the pandemic happened. So then I was stuck at home. And what I was doing, Danielle, was just talking to people on a screen day and night day and night I had no life obviously we couldn't go very far and that that was fine but it became very depressing for me it became very belittling very you know very negative and very dark and you know I'm, I'm very open to to, to saying I, I almost had a nervous breakdown because all I was really doing was wrapping myself up in other people's trauma so as I started to figure things out and navigate through how I want to work the way I want to work but most importantly, why I want to work. And then I you know, really found my balance of in one evening, if I'm working at home with clients on online, I will only do three one-hour sessions and then I'm done. Then I'm happy. So I found that balance. I then started to re-figure out my my tour, uh, the way I wanted to do my tour. And, you know, like you said, thankfully, I, I have my, my long-term partner, Mark. Um, he manages all, all my work. He manages all my contracts, all the business side of things. And then I have my assistant, Kimberly, um, who deals with my customer service. She deals with uh, my social media, you know, so I can focus on what I'm good at. Mm -hmm. And that is giving Spirit um, the opportunity. And they, they orchestrate making sure I get to my venues okay making sure the venues are you know paid making sure that the advertising is done so I had to find that balance and you know this isn't something that happened overnight either you know I, I came across negative management teams that you know took a lot of money um, unbeknown to me and things so it's finding the right balance and for me I think every medium if they are um, doing this professionally if they are in that demand you have to have someone right by your side that you can truly trust um, because you know it's it's if you want to focus sorely on doing the best for the spirit and the client then you want someone that you can trust that can sorely do the best for you um, so yeah. it took a while to find it out Danielle let me tell you um, but I think touch wood um, I think I've got it I've got it down to a, a good balance now so Absolutely. I mean, it, it, like I say, it was goals. It was like, yeah, having really solid support beside you. And like, you know, leading up to, I was like, Dom, next one your flights, like when's happening? And I was like, I need to yeah. talk to Mark this whole time. <laughs> yes. I need yes. Mark's phone number. <laughs> it's like me. I'm absolutely useless with dates and rubbish <laughs> with like weeks and this. And I'm like, give, give me someone's dead person and I will get the street address. I'll get their facts. I'll get their goods. But ask me yeah, and yeah. you to plan something I'm like Danielle can you just deal with him because I you know I'm good I know. I'll, I'll see you when I'm there <laughs> I know and I'm like totally I was like hey Mark I'm like when you guys come back in winter or in spring we need to talk yeah. and so now I know and you know I think I've been working with Kimberly the whole time like I've known you and yeah. stuff so you do have really great support and um it really I mean I don't know how you feel about this but it's not like well no wonder he's a good medium but like having that support 
And getting that kind of like 3D human stuff out of the way would definitely, I think, support and being like that really open channel and having like, yeah. like less plates to kind of juggle, right? So just know you got my mind thinking. I'm like, I, I'm going to be working towards goals like that for sure. But it was really cool yeah. to see and very um, admirable to see. So I think for me, like, um, you know, receiving help has always been like a really hard thing. It's always mm. like, you know, got to do everything on my own. So yeah, yeah really, really inspiring. So you travel a lot and you do a ton of work in 2023. You were all through the States coming to yep. Canada. Now, what were some of the highlights of this year? This was like the first, was it the first or second year after the pandemic kind of like traveling again? And did you probably, notice yeah, a difference? Second, probably second. Um, I did, I did notice a difference because number one, I, you know, started moving more from the, the, the East coast and headed a little bit more out, out west if you would like you know we went to Colorado um went obviously down to Miami as well um so I was you know reaching other places different dynamics uh different ways of life and obviously coming up to yourself as well and what I I really do notice especially through the pandemic is people have you know they've got this hunger for good education they've got this hunger for wanting to practice I want to get back out there maybe they've spent two years developing on a screen and now they want to be with like-minded people they want to be around so for me it was beautiful to be able to be in a space with actual humans um, and being able to nourish them help them and actually put their education to work and as you know I I in the, the mediumship world, I'm called the worker because I, you know, I, I make them work constant. Come on, come on, yes, come you on. Do. Yes, you yeah, do. <laughs> yeah. And I do that because I want them immersed in the spirit. You know, I want once, once you've made that first connection, let's just face it, you're just warming up. So keep up there. Um, See, so yeah, it was great. It was really nice. And again, one of my biggest things is saying no to people. So like every day I will probably get an email or a, a message on Facebook from different organizers, different places in, in America, Australia. Can you come here? Can you come here? We'd love to host you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And Mark's like, so how are you going to get from one place all the way over there to go <laughs> back to go to Canada to then go down to my... And I'm like, oh... So again, I had to surrender a lot of the logistics to, to, to someone else to make sure that it gets put together properly. Um, but I love working uh, in the States. I absolutely love working in the States because such a huge, huge country and the demographics are so different, a lot more different and variety than what, what we have here in the UK. Um, so really, when I started touring in America, my mediumship just soared. You know, it really soared from, you know, things that we would never really experience here in the UK to seeing things in the States that was like, what do you mean? How is this possible? So you just have to trust it. And then, like I said, this year was the first time heading up to, to Vancouver and coming to, to Spirit School again. So it sounds silly, but in my mind, I'm like, is the Canadians different from the Americans and how they react? Is the Americans different from the Germans? from the, the the Dutch. So for me, learning to deal with all these different people, their views, their cultures, 
it just blows my mediumship up. It really does. Yeah, I can imagine that. And I'm kind of thinking about like, I sometimes think about like the history of mediumship. And I wonder if the need of mediumship has shifted over the generations, right? Like where we used to be really, really skeptical and like evidence like was absolutely prime because of the skepticism. And like, do we have that same level of skepticism now? And is, has the need shifted? Um, so do you see... I don't mean like the general need, like, of course, we all lose someone, we all want to connect with someone, but that need of mediumship, have you seen it change through the different cultures or over time? Well, I would say yes. And I would say yes, because evidently, you know, with all the whole, the whole world has been through this pandemic. So there has been, if you want to say, a huge uh, magnification on death. And on loss, a, a, a very small period of time. I know two years sounds like a lot of time, but in reality, it's it's really not. When you you know put into scale how many people have lost, we now are dealing with, you know, the 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 the, the war torn countries. What's been going on uh, with Russia and Ukraine? Now adding into the mix of that, we have what's going on with Israel and Gaza. So in a sense, there's a lot of a lot of horror. You know, there's a lot of horror, even just in your own country as well. We we had, you know, what just happened in Hawaii. We had the wildfires in California. There's always something. Now, does that mean it's different from maybe, you know, 20, 30 years ago? No, no, it doesn't. But mediumship has become more accessible. And, you know, with the likes of social media, with the likes of Zoom, you know, we now have, obviously, Hollywood has got a big part to play. We've got a lot more television shows. We've got a lot more hosts on television shows hosting mediums on their shows. Kelly Clarkson, for example. So it has became more accessible. It has became more in the norm. Mm-hmm. But in amongst that as well, we then have the negative. We have the people who will claim to be mediumistic, but then for an extra $300, they will remove a curse or they will do this. And unfortunately, vulnerable people don't always go looking for education. You know, one of my, my very dear friends had said to me recently, if a doctor graduates last in his his schooling of, of being a doctor, what is he called? He's still a doctor. Yeah. You know, um, so again, it's a matter of people need to be aware of people's credentials. They have to be aware of their their ethnics. You know, we shouldn't be jumping into just because someone claims they are a medium. We have to make sure that we um, resonate with their belief system. Go do your homework. Make sure you read up on them. Check the reviews. And then if it feels right, then things will happen. Okay. I love that. Thank you so much for that. Cause I was kind of curious because you're you've seen a lot, like in 15, up like 17 years, I think you've mm. kind of been at it, right? 17 years, yeah. yeah if, wow. if I math in my math, right? I'm like, well, I'll like be fair to two this year. So I think you nailed it there. Thank you very much. <laughs> Psychic, yeah, because trust me, I'm not great at math. But um, no, me either. <laughs> we have our gifts, right? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I'll be using the fingers. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm an estimator. I'm like, I'm a master <laughs> estimator. Um, So we have here your book, The Voice of Spirit. So this is your third time on the podcast. I love having you on and I'm sure we're going to have you on many, many more times. Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. But so tell me about this book, The Voice of Spirit. How did this book deal come about? 
how, what did you choose to write about? Like, how did you choose to write it? What was the whole process of writing? How do you have time to write a book too? Like, I'm just like, when does Dominic cool. have time to write a book? I know actually when. Um, so this, this was a process I always knew that I would write a book from the early stages of my development, had no interest in writing it there and then, but I knew there was a story there. I knew that I was always trying to bring a different perspective of mediumship. You know, I was trying to navigate away from people's misconceptions of it's always old females or it's always older people. And here was me at 14 going around and, you know, delivering readings and messages and whatever. Um, but I really wanted to to open up the, 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 the spiritual uh, reality, if you would, and basically say, to be honest, it is a lot more simple than you realize. It's a lot more normal. And a lot of people after shows and workshops and events were always saying, do you have a book? I'd love to know more about you. I see what you do on stage and the readings, but I want to know you. I want to know more about you. And a lot of students as well, they always wanted, you know, give me a teaching book. Do you have exercise? How can I read more about you? And things just started to unfold, to be honest with you. Um, and I started to to gently write down um, some things from when I was younger and just file it away. And then another year passed and I had another two chapters. And eventually I, I had a, a ghostwriter come on board um, who basically brought it all together and interviewed me through chapter by chapter and helped put it into my, my own voice. And um, it then came very naturally. And then after um, sending out to a few publishing companies, etc., um, then one came back that felt perfect for me because I also wanted to make sure I had full control of my book. I didn't want anything edited for profanity or for anything to be changed just for entertainment purposes. I wanted it to be raw and I wanted to be true to the point. Um, so then I, I um, took it on. But the, this this book has probably been um, probably four years in the making, believe it or not. And um, it spans everywhere from being born uh, on Friday the 13th, uh, right through to my upbringing, my, my school, losing my dad, uh, becoming the medium that I am today and, you know, so forth. So it actually ends on a cliffhanger um, in, in the pandemic. So it's kind of like, this is what I've done from then till now, keeping everyone up to date of, well, the pandemic was there. And then who knows, maybe maybe I'll have a, a second one come out from the pandemic to where yes. I'm going and what I'm doing next. I 100%. Because, I mean, I just got my copy on Saturday because Squamish, getting things delivered in Squamish. Yeah. Impossible. But I got my copy and I was like, yeah, it takes you up until the COVID-19. I'm like, that's a perfect segue into like the next memoir. Because this is a memoir, yeah. right? It but really you're, is. You're yeah. 32. So I'm like, you're going to have another memoir, like a chapter two, right? Maybe chapter yeah. three, chapter four. But yeah, I was like, oh, it ends at COVID-19. I'm like, that's so exciting. Because I mean, even I met you, like I think- early or or late 2020 yeah. early 2021 and so like I've known you almost this whole pandemic and I've seen nothing but like progress and exciting things happen so you still have a lot more to write about for sure oh absolutely absolutely yeah. but again you know my, the memoir as much as as it is my memoir as much as it is about me I've tried to make sure that I put educational things in there as well so that people reading at home will say well that's not the way I thought it was. That's so much simpler. That's so much easier. I, 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 I'm a realism person. Uh, as you know, there's no smoke screens and mirrors with me. It's either a duck or it's a duck. And if it quacks, it's a duck, you yeah. know? 
Um, and I've tried to keep that throughout the book, but I've got some beautiful testimonials in there. I share beautiful stories from, you know, when I was developing, when I was 14 to, you know, one of the, 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 the life-saving uh, readings that I've done for a beautiful lady to, you know, just all the things I've went on to do. And, um, you know, even the, 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 the part in the, the book is, you know, being um, named as one of the UK's youngest, most successful psychic mediums. That, that for me, I feel privileged and I feel honoured um, that, that I, I've gained that. So there's a lot there. There, there's a lot there, and it might, I may only be fair to two, but I've, I've done a lot of, a lot of things since I was fair. You have, yeah, yeah. I'm not getting ageism on you. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm a little bit older than you, but it's like, no, yeah. I don't, I don't see it like that. I'm like, you've experienced so much, and yeah, you're, you're so good at what you do. I mean, my ears are always open, you know. So absolutely, I was curious, I was curious about what, like, you know, in, in going back over your life, was there like a story that you recalled as part of, you know, bringing out this book that really touched you? Is there a story you want to share with this on the podcast that's in the book? That was something that just like touched your heart. You're like, I remember that, like, just kind of like a favorite moment. Yeah. Well, you know, there's, there's a lot, there really is a lot, but you know, I'll, I'll share a story rather than it being about me. I'll actually share a story. It's in here. Um, I had a beautiful lady reach out to me for, for a reading and um, she wanted her husband to to come for the the reading, and you know, as men, sometimes we can be very skeptical, and you know, we we think in a certain way. Um, but he arrived early uh, at the reading in this in my uh, centre, and uh, the the lady then came with her daughter. So we're sitting in my reading room, and her, their beautiful son had came through, and he passed away with uh, a, a rare cancer so I'm starting to to build my communication with him and he talked about you know how hilarious it was that his mum and his sister went and got his face portrait tattooed on them but his dad the man was too scared (laughs) he was too scared to get us and I kid you not this man was you know a very you know, a very solid man and he cried he just couldn't believe that his son was able to be present and tell all this information to a, a stranger. And I can honestly tell you, he left being healed. He mm. left my room that evening, you know, from the silly things of sharing the memories they'd done together, to talking about, you know, a certain person's dog, to talking about the, the, the tattoo. Like there was just so much for that man to leave going, my son is still alive. I just don't, I don't see him, you know. And that's why I wanted to share some testimonials through that as well. You know, also one of the other ones mm-hmm. sitting at home one night um, on Facebook Live doing some messages and just talking. And I had this beautiful girl connect to me from Spirit, connected with her dad. He's typing, um, giving the information. And she just kept showing me the Britney Spears perfume. And I'm like, oh, she keeps showing me Britney Spears perfume. And he actually came back straight away and says, her name is Britney. And Britney Spears perfume was the last gift I bought her. Oh, you know <laughs> things like this is just yeah. so touching but that's that's what a lot of people don't realize is is what what you can give to someone and you know 10 minutes of just having a conversation to someone that's broken or grieving I had a lady um that, that uh, came to visit me in Miami for a reading and she says spending that hour with you has made me feel like I can live for another year mm. You know, that these things is why a medium should breathe. These things are why mediums should get a little bit more recognition for what, what they do, because people come broken. 
And when you're able to just spend that moment with them and see them breathe again, it's just priceless. So there's a there's a lot of, of little stories in there. there. There really is. There is. And I mean, my eyes are watering just like hearing because, yeah, that's, you know, space holding is an art in itself. Yeah. It's an art that not everyone has capacity for um, or a skill for. And I think that that's one of the unspoken gifts of mediumship is the ability to hold space for someone yeah in grief, in pain and confusion. And that in itself can be really healing. And then also kind of, yeah. And um, one thing I wanted to say from like a development standpoint, like these examples are beautiful. And what would you say to a developing medium that, you know, judges the information and sometimes doesn't say some of the evidence because it doesn't make sense and it doesn't make sense to you. And there's a lot of people that hold back um, details. Uh, Yeah, of course we do, because if it doesn't make sense to us, then we automatically think it's not going to make sense to the the person we're reading for. Uh, We're always under this feeling of we are performing. We're always performing. We must get it 100% 100% accurate, it has to be good, you have to blow them out of the water, you've got to get the golden nuggets. And when you're putting yourself under all that duress and putting yourself under that pressure, what you're actually doing is creating less space for spirit. I always say to my, my students, your client does not hear what you hear, does not see what you see, and does not feel what you feel. Let them be a part of the process. Let them experience what you're experiencing. Who are you to decide what information is life-changing to them just because it's not life-changing to you? So for me, I say throw caution to the wind. Have fun with it. Allow the spirit to give you what they can. And if it's relevant, fabulous. If it's not, move on. Don't get caught up on it. But do not hold information because the moment you start holding it, you're stepping away from the spirit. And basically the spirit are saying, so you're not willing to listen to me or I'm not working correctly with you so I'll step back you see so just just go with it and express it to the client if it's relevant they will respond back to you if it's not move forward and if it's something more spirit will bring it back yeah I love it I love it so this book you have been on a big book tour pretty much since you've been back from America. Yeah. What is that like going on like a book tour? How do you feel signing books? Like I want to know how like Dominic feels like this is another like really big accomplishment. And I don't think that a lot of us take enough time to like pause and like what we've created and like, like really kind of tune into that accomplishment. Well, it, it was, it was something that whilst I was in the, the, the States, um, I was in the, the, the process of still finalizing, you know, I, I got my first offers copy whilst I was in Miami. So I had to double check it. I had to read through it, had to get it fixed, had to go back and forth. So, you know, I was still touring and still finalizing the, the book. And then I landed home um, on the 18th of September and my book tour, my book launch was on September 21st in, in my hometown. So I had to make sure the catering was all done. I had to make sure the, the tables were organized, make sure I had the books, the gift bags, all the formalities. Um, but I, I, I kid you not, the most beautiful thing um, was seeing all my friends or my family. Um, there was uh, 100 tickets for actual guests um, to buy. So we, we actually had 200 people. Um, turn out for 
turn out to basically celebrate this achievement, which I, I feel honoured to, to actually say they actually came out to celebrate me, um, which was really nice. Um, so I was going around getting photographs with them. We had some beautiful food. Um, we had some people sharing stories of how they have came across me, how I've changed their life. Um, Ross, Ross's stories in there. Um, he was he gave a speech, and then I had uh Sarah Grumble. She done uh, a Q and A session. So me and her sat in front of the audience on the stage, and she talked through different chapters of my life questions mm-hmm. that in a sense, actually kind of hot home as well. There were some things, you know, talking about losing my dad, she was asking me, what was he really like? What was he like as a father? And I actually got choked up. I had to, to compose myself because it took me back to being that young boy losing my dad again, you know? Um, so I, I was very vulnerable, um, but it was beautiful because, again, then I was able to to be truly me and be transparent. Um, and then people asking me to sign their book and get pictures. It just, it just feels, it feels beautiful, especially when, you know, now that I'm on a book tour across the whole of the UK now, um, people coming up to me like, I read your story in a magazine back when, you know, 2009, or I remember seeing you in 2011. You were still such a young boy. I followed your story for so long. Now I've got your book. So it's really touching. It's really touching. And I, that's something I've always tried to do is be very approachable with, with my fans um, to a certain point. So to know that they've actually went out their way to order a, a copy of my book and, you know, either buying it at the live events and wanting me to sign it. And, you know, it just it's very touching. It really is. It is. And, you know, it's a great way for the people who you've impacted to, like you say, like learn more about you and stay connected to you in some way. And it, it's just a beautiful, I, writing a book feels so daunting to me. Like yeah. I think I've written one page and that's all I wrote in like three years. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if like a book's for me, but I know how much like passion would have put, been put into this. I know how much work this would be. I know how much work you have ahead of you too. in this like book tour, making sure, um, you know, it gets into like people people's hands but you know I just want to say congratulations um what an accomplishment and like I just got my copy and I'm going on vacation next week and it's coming with me so I can read it and you're going to be hearing from me and I'm so proud of you and yeah I'm hoping that we can carry copies at spirit school as well absolutely so yeah, I wanted to, um, you know, I wanted to bring you on to talk about the book and like ask you some questions about your tour and stuff. And I have some rapid fire questions. Oh. And then before I go into the rapid fire, I just want people to know, like we hosted um, a retreat here at Spirit School with Dominic for advancing mediumship. It was mind blowing. Everyone loved it. A lot of people who've been developing under me for years got to experience you. Absolutely loved it. And yeah, you're a hard teacher. You're like, go, 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 go. Yeah. They were wiped after, but it was like in the best ways. And it was such a joy um, to get together in person. So Dominic will be coming back to spirit school in May um, of next year. I think we're going to try to nail down some like May date. So you are coming back. And what we also did for accessibility around this retreat is like understanding not everyone can come to spirit school in Squamish, um, but we offered an online workshop as well. And we had like over a hundred people sign up for that online workshop on the Monday. They just kept coming. (laughs) They just kept coming. And it was like, I had so much amazing feedback from that workshop. People said it was like the best online class they've ever taken. It was so organized. It was so valuable. So we are getting together to teach an online day workshop on December 2nd. 
So I'm just going to pop into the show notes, a wait list for that for when we open up registration in a couple of weeks, but we will be doing um, an online workshop together on December 2nd. We'll get you the details really soon. And then he will be coming back to spirit school in May and you will see Dominic on the spirit school TV show as well, like without a doubt. So I'm really excited that he gets to be part of that experience with me as well. So thank you. Thank you. Okay. Let's get into your rapid fire, Dominic. Oh, okay. Go for it. What was your best moment of 2023? 2023 straight away was publishing my first book. I have to, I have to go with that um, because it was such a, a dream and it was a labor of love. And like I said, it took me four years. So to be able to get that accomplished, printed and distributed worldwide was a dream come true. I love that. Okay. What was one thing you had to let go of in 2023? Oh, I had to let go of, well, I actually had to let go of trying to be in control of things. Um, That's something that I'm not very good at. And I just had to let go of what will be will be that rather than trying to make it perfect and it must be this way and I must be able to do it that way. I had to let go, uh, I guess, a, a little piece of my ego as well. So that I could just be, you know what, Dominic, are you comfortable with who you are? Yes, I am. Can you fix anyone else's vision of you? No, I can't stay true to yourself. So I had to let a lot of things like that go. Yeah. And you're always very inspirational and helpful with me on that. You're like, Danielle, stop trying to perform. Just like be yourself. Just I'm like, I know, Dominic. I know. I know. You're very helpful on that. Okay. So what is one thing you did in 2023 that scared you, but you did it anyways? Well, actually going to different places. Um, You know, I've been very comfortable on the East Coast of of America, uh, New York, Boston, Massachusetts, Maine, you know, all that side. Um, But actually coming out to um, Canada, coming out to to Vancouver, going to Colorado, going to places I hadn't really been. I was like, number one, do they know who I am? Number Mm -hmm. two, will they come? And number three, will they be able to understand my Scottish accent um so that you know it's these these are silly things I get I'm like you know um but I'm a true believer I just have to throw caution to the wind and if it works beautiful if it doesn't beautiful vacation you know and thankfully it worked and it wasn't a vacation it was it was nice work so that that was that was very scary coming to to new parts of the the states I can imagine I can imagine okay and then whether it was in session or something inspired that came through you, what was one of the favorite things that you heard spirit say through you in 2023? Oh, what would it be? What would it be? Um, well, one thing that I, I have been hearing a lot, especially when I'm, I'm teaching students and uh, again, not always aware of where some things come, but a lot of, uh, students get so caught up and trying to perform and do it this way, do it that way and be perfect. And I find myself a lot of the time saying to a lot of students, especially this year, was stop focusing on the destination. Enjoy and appreciate the adventure in your mediumship. Mm-hmm. You know, because we were so caught up on, you know, what has to be, the way it has to be, how it's meant to be, you know, robots now is mediumship whereas we should just really enjoy the the adventure so that was something that I I kept you know delivering for different classes from spirit was stop focusing on the destination appreciate the beautiful adventure 
Yeah. And I think that's going to be really helpful advice for people. Well, that's what it is. You know, mediumship is a journey. It really is. There'll be good. There'll be bad. There'll be times you'll be in class pulling your hair out. There'll be other times that it just flows beautifully. But that's up to you and your development to sit with the spirit, build that relationship and understand the harmony and what's going on, what's working, what's not. And that for me is an adventure. Okay. I love that. That is great advice. Yeah. 2023, what has made you the happiest? What was your happiest moment? Like you were just so drunk with joy. Um, well, recently, actually, I, you know, I um, just completed a, a, a retreat um, over in the Netherlands. We had uh, 130 students um, from all over uh, the world. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful to see people from all walks of life, all different teachings, all different belief systems come together for one beautiful, beautiful thing. And that was to sit for the presence of the spirit. And um, I had an absolute ball uh, with the, the, the students. I had a fabulous time with the, the, the fellow teachers. And it was just beautiful to, to see that people are still eager and still determined. But most importantly, they are still committed to unfolding the journey of spirit. Um, like I said, they came from all different places. Similar, you know, if we reverse it, similar to like me coming out to, to you, as much as it's just you and I for that first moment of like, oh my God, we, you know, we've worked together for a few years now and it's always been on a screen. Then coming into your school and having the students again come from all different parts of, of the States and Canada, it just felt so, so warming, so mm. warming to see people come to celebrate for the the same purpose and that is to to help develop their mediumship so yeah i love that okay just two more about 2024 oh okay so what are you manifesting for 2024 oh that's a good question um outside of my mediumship life i um mark and i have bought uh, uh, purchased our first home together so we will be moving into our uh, new home so creating that into a new environment to hopefully um, you know become a, a family home um, into work mode uh, I have created more spaces for residential retreats um, so I have another uh, one coming up here in the UK now in London and then I have another one coming out uh, in Boston and Massachusetts so creating more space I'm really trying to focus on spending more time with teaching um, but I, again, I want to spend more time hands on being with the, the, the students so that I can give them 100 percent of myself. So I'm not going to say too much, but I am stepping away from something in a sense to replace it with taking my teaching more to the, the next level and to more people. So okay. I've got to let go of one thing and replace it with another. So that's going to be interesting. I, I recorded the November spirit messages right before this call. And like so many things you brought up came up in these spirit messages, like around the really? capacity, right? Like yeah. I said, we only have so much capacity and we do have to let some things go to make space for new things. Right. Like, yeah. so yeah, so many things that you're talking about. Okay. And then final question is if you had any mediumship goal, do you still have mediumship goals? Oh, absolutely. If so what is it? Um, Realistically to, you know, I'd love to be able to have them, the spirit, come that extra, extra bit closer where their loved ones can, again, see them, feel them and hear them, not just through me. So mm. if spirit are able to maybe 
interpret things through recordings or you know whilst I'm in a session interrupt or put their voice into um the the zoom recording or whatever it may be I I I'm very happy with I the way I work with spirit there's always room for progression um but I can't sit here and say I I need to fix this or I want them to do this because I'm just happy that they work with me in any capacity but like I said I am an open channel so come on you know come on and let me do the best I can Oh, I hope that for all of us. And please share yeah. that if that does come through, because I think that's a very cool goal and intention. With the spirit yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, I want to, I mean, I have cameras all over spirit school, but I want to get yeah. everything streamed because I'm like, yep. I'm open to this. So this is lovely, Dominic. I mean, just a joy to get to spend, you know, an hour with you online again. Absolutely. It's beautiful. It's been a couple minutes. So, you know, I'll leave you to close off the um, episode. If you have anything that you want to say, anything that you want to share um, to close us out, I would love to hand it over to you. Perfect, Danielle. Thank you so much. And again, thank you so much for, for having me. Um, it's always a pleasure to, to spend this time with you. Um, I'm really looking forward to, like we said, coming back to, to Spirit School in me um, and creating more beautiful classes and workshops to be able to help each and every one who attends. Uh, I will be stateside uh, at the later stage of March. I will be back on tour with New York, Miami, um, coming back to Boston. I also have a residential event coming up called Together with Spirit that will take place in April and that will be in Plymouth, Massachusetts. I'll also be heading uh, down to New Orleans. So you can get all your information for myself at dominicbook.com, and you can also get your copy of The Voice of Spirit, The Boy Next Door with the Incredible Gift at Amazon or on my official website, dominicbook.com. But, Danielle, for always, always a pleasure, and sincerely, I wish you all the very success, and please keep me up to date with what's going on. I will. Thank you, Dominic. Did you know that Spirit School is not just a podcast? It's an actual school. If you go to myspiritschool.com, you can invest in self-study courses, live programs, and of course, the Spirit School Collective, my baby, my monthly membership community. All Spirit School offerings are intended to get you feeling clear, confident, and connected to your spiritual path, your development journey, and of course, connected to other spiritual curious souls who are having similar experiences to you. I hope to see you in Spirit School.